0: Hey y'all, and welcome to Let's Talk Sis. My name is Shekinah, and I will be your host. One thing I can assure you you will hear is experience from, well, me, a Black woman in America. Okay? Let's Talk Sis will be an honest podcast and a platform for Black women to share stories, experiences, and, well, be entertained. Sit back, relax, and Let's Talk Sis okay hello everybody and welcome back to let's talk i'm so excited to have you guys back with us and for a very very special reason this week i have one of my best friends in the whole wide world miss Brittany marie johnson no, this way. <laughs> we're about to run that back because that's not my name <laughs> No. Nope. <laughs> but I have one of my great friends, Miss Brittany Johnson. Brittany say hello to the people. Hello, hello, hello. Breaking back Britt as she may be known. Okay. You. That's probably you a know more you know. a more familiar name. <laughs> <laughs> right. Brittany, how's your name
1: so far? it's been good I've been chilling this is probably one of my first Saturdays and many Saturdays where I'm not slaving in the kitchen Listen,
0: okay dipping treats but to be honest when you said you were available I said perfect I gotta get on it because okay because fun. usually like I'm not you're everywhere you're everywhere but that's good though Ooh, that's yes, part of why yes. I wanted to have you on my podcast you know you're one of the people in this world that inspired me to oh, get you. my hustle on and we'll get into that I feel so honored <laughs> thank you yes um you know ever since I've known you you've always been grinding and getting to the bag and focused on leveling up and doing better so we're gonna have some fun conversations and we're gonna talk give a little advice share some stories share our experience with the people so maybe we can help a few people out So to begin with, we're gonna do our first timeline topic of the week. And I just wanna touch on Miss Faith Evans and Stevie J. So for those of you who don't know, I mean, I learned of Stevie J from the Love & Hip Hop Chronicles. Um, He had a career obviously prior to that, I guess, as a music producer. Um, and the drama from the love and hip-hop scene was really mostly surrounding the fact that Stevie J and his chick at the time, be it Jocelyn Hernandez, be it be <laughs> Ross, wanted him to marry him. Why you don't love me, Stevie? And,
1: the puerto rican princess
0: yeah <laughs> they wanted so bad for this man to marry them and you know give them this ring and they would they would put up with a lot of bullshit a lot of bs a lot of infidelity a lot of cheating in hopes that maybe one day he would do it never did fake evan comes along and shortly after they get married so why I brought this up is I want to ask you, you know, how do you think or what's your opinion on the fact that, you know, you a lot of times you may start dating somebody or dealing with somebody and people tell you, Oh, don't date him. He's bad. He has this reputation. He has this and that reputation, but clearly how he acts for one female is not how he's going to act for everybody. So what is your opinion on that? Do you think that a man can really like change who he is depending on who he's dating Or do you think at the core, he's still foul?
1: (laughs) Um, I honestly think men change for each woman that they are with. So, Mm -hmm. like, if you look, people are in a relationship, just boyfriend and girlfriend, but then two, three years later, he's married to his wife. Like, it just depends on where his headspace I feel like, is at that time and what he has going on. And then also, like, who that woman is like what does she bring to the table not just like money wise and looks because it's more than that than mm. when it comes into a relationship
0: so, so that's how far do you go with like trying to like okay okay you said man gonna change depending on who he with based on what he wanted what he got going on how far do you go with trying to like get them on your team or on your side for certain things or do you just have to be like no that's just it is what it is like do you I don't I'm let me think of how to say this do you Mm. try to get people to change or do you just allow them if they change they change or if they don't they don't like do you have to hold them to a higher expectation or I don't know
1: yeah I would say like you can't Like I said, you can't change a man, but like you can see where his headspace is to see if he does wanna level up to the Mm -hmm. next thing. And if he Mm -hmm. does he will show you, he will tell you. You don't have to keep trying to paint different pictures to get it out of him. He's gonna tell if and I always say like if you have to ask, then that right there gives you your answer type of deal. So don't keep going in circles about it. it
0: it's like a certain way a person's going to speak, think, operate if they're willing to do better or wanting yeah. to do better versus just mm-hmm. being stuck in their old ways, but oh, that's just how I am or that's just what I Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever, versus, oh, what you Those mean? Are made, Those red, are red flags. Those are red flags. Major red there. flags. Red flag alert. Red flag alert. <laughs> Those so have you it, ever yeah. experienced that? Have you ever experienced, and not to say like you had a bunch of people telling you, but have you ever started dating somebody and then, they like, you know, oh yeah, girl, you did good with him or, or, you know, you found out he was just the same dog that he was before. Like, have you had that experience where you've changed quote unquote, a man for the better?
1: Um, okay. So I can just speak from my relationship that I have, uh, that I was in. Okay. So we were a little bit younger and knowing how I wanted my future to be and what I wanted it to look like. I kind of tried to, I guess put it in his head as well. Maybe that not he that's what he wants to be or me. I think what I was pretty much doing was trying too hard for mm-hmm. him to get where I wanted him to be, mm-hmm. instead of him kind of doing it himself.
2: Right. Well that makes
1: um, sense. Um yeah. And then I noticed like after a while, I was like, Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is too much. <laughs> and then he just
0: okay, well, wash you- hands with when you say too much okay and the reason I'm asking you this is because the whole purpose of this platform is for us to be able to you know share our experiences and mm-hmm. really help somebody else out there another black woman know that you know you're not alone like we all have been in situations we've all been in mistakes, we've all done too much you know what I mean for maybe yeah. longer than we were supposed to so like when you say it's too much trying to get somebody to want to change or somebody to want to do the things that you want to do what does that look like because okay go ahead answer
1: okay so um I would say just like finding my main thing was like job wise so just like I was the one filling out applications for him so he could find this good job quote-unquote or um just trying to find other streams of income, I just felt like it was more of a one way street than a two way, like both of us working together, it was just more me. So I was getting like mentally drained. And then I find myself more focused on helping him Mm -hmm. and kind of pushing my, my goals to the side and pretty much putting all my focus on him instead of it being on me. And that's a,
0: that's the key point because I don't want to confuse people with thinking that it's not going to be a grind, it's not going to be a hustle, it's not going to be effort that has to be put into anything that's going to level you up, anything that's going to make you better, anything that's going to change you. Like you got to try, you got to you're gonna be tired, yeah. but it's a difference when yeah. it's for you right like you said your focus is on you versus at all your focus being on somebody else so mm-hmm. let's not get that confused because a lot of females will say well you know nothing good comes overnight and I stuck with my man and I'm a ride or die and we are gonna do that for <laughs> and, and again it's nothing wrong with building something with somebody you know what I mean but it's the with that's the key word building with yeah, okay you know like, like yes said,
1: with yes
0: you can't care more about them doing better or changing or you know leveling up more so than they do so very very yeah. complex um so when it was time to like what did you have an epiphany one day like did you just wake up like no i'm doing too much or was was it like a slow gradual thing where like okay about 30 days or yeah. <laughs> <three weeks. laughs> like what what did that process look like too because you know a lot of times people will say well i don't want to give up on somebody or i didn't i didn't try enough or if only i would have sucked out you know how do you know like when okay when this is enough like no i now i i've done my due diligence now let's move on yeah you
1: know? so it's it took it took time for me to know that I was for one I was going to be okay once we got out of the relationship because I didn't want to really deal with everything that comes after the relationship people asking questions and just I was really thinking more about other people than myself Yep. so that was one thing another thing was finances um because pretty much she was paying for everything so like i was just getting like little groceries and little stuff here and there um so i was like dang am i gonna be able to do this but i knew when we moved in together i wouldn't i wasn't gonna get anything that i wasn't gonna be able to afford by myself yeah so if things did go left so then eventually as time went on i'm like okay brit like you just got to put your foot down. And so then one day I remember we was walking out of Dollar Tree and I said, I don't want to be with you no more. Oh. And then <laughs> just like that, just like, <laughs> that. And just like that. And then I remember he stayed for like another month. Cause I, I act like I couldn't, I didn't have enough money for renting the whole <laughs> time. Like I have a whole savings account, So I was preparing myself yes. for this and, um, Paid that rent and dipped to let them dip. What? Uh, And then that was that. I mean, we kind of still talked afterwards, but I knew my worth and I knew that I wasn't happy at the time. I knew what I still wanted to do in life as a young 22, 24 year old. And that just right there wasn't it.
0: Yep. So you said a few things that I want to touch on. First and Mm -hmm. foremost, you said you knew you'll be okay. That that level of assurance is so underrated like like people people think that you know you stay because you're in love or you stay because it's easy or you you know you don't you want companionship like a lot of times you stay because it's familiar and it's secure you, yeah 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 you stepping out and leaving whether it's a relationship whether it's a job whether it's a a state a city or whatever anytime you step out into doing something different into doing something new it's that thing of like okay well will I be okay and like you said yeah I'm gonna have Mm -hmm. questions yeah other people are gonna have an opinion yeah other people might have something to say but at the end of the day I have to do what's best for me I have to know my worth I have to know that it might be a little hard. It might be a little struggle. I might have to be strategic about it. Okay, let's. And then that's the second thing. Okay, now that I know I'm going to be okay, how do I do that in, in the most efficient way possible? should it, that mean you got to stay with me for another month? Like, okay, then that's just what it's going to have to be. We're going to have to figure that out. And that's, ladies, where we have to be smart and we have to learn to compartmentalize our feelings and our priorities, right? Of uh, again, another thing you said what you want to do in life, what you want to be in life, what you still want to accomplish that can't be tied up in this, this constant effort to try to get somebody else to want to be on that same page. So a lot yeah. of, a lot of gems dropped. And I hope everybody <laughs> <laughs> caught them. Yes,
1: yes. Um, Look, if you got to think about leaving them, just do it.
0: <laughs> now it's actually <laughs> interesting because it, if we go back to this, you know, timeline topic. Stevie J actually filed for divorce because Faith Evans supposedly, allegedly, was cheating. So, mm. what's all? What's interesting to me with that is now, it's no fun when the rapper has the gun. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, right. Because usually it's the other way around. Right.
0: Right. Stevie J has been notorious for being. Uh, a cheater, a liar, uh, uh, disloyal, dishonest in his relationships, and now Karma's a bitch, and supposedly he's been cheated on. So I just had to bring that up. So um, anything else you needed to add, or feel like people need to know in just regards to being in relationships, knowing your worth, anything we touched on previously?
1: Um, like you just said, really just knowing your worth and. As you grow up in right now, and you think about your future, what relationship that you're in right now, do you want that five years from now, 10 years from now, et cetera, et cetera? Can you see yourself still doing what you're doing now, later? And are you still going to be happy? Like, (laughs) it's more to it than just love and Mm being laid up with each other it's way more than that
0: <laughs> and that's a great point too because and I guess it depends on what age group you are listening to this you know if you mm-hmm. 16 17 18 19 20 21 even 22 maybe you know date, <laughs> like have fun like keep, keep be up there it's, it's but also when you decide to become serious with somebody when you decide to like you were saying invest your time and your energy and your efforts into somebody. Make sure it's sustainable. Make sure it's something that's gonna be worth it, that's gonna help you build and at least at the very least level up that okay? That part. <laughs> so with that said, we're gonna move on to our next topic. And this is about this Travis Scott Astro World craziness, okay? So I was looking up this event and this thing said if you don't know, basically, long story short, Travis Scott had this big astro world concert festival situation and not even an hour really into the concert starting a massive crowd of like 50,000 people start to storm the stage okay i can't even imagine how like like i just would be so claustrophobic like fucked up like 50,000 <laughs> people moving in one direction and you have no control and as a result of that, 300 or 300 plus people were injured and nine people died at, as as a result of this concert. What you, what you got to say about this, Brittany?
1: I, okay, so let me just tell you how I found out the information. This one night, I was on TikTok and it was like the first thing that popped up. And I was just like, my mouth just like dropped. I was like, What? And I have a friend that boyfriend went. So I just hurried up and sent it to her and like started asking her, like, is your boyfriend and the friends that went with him like Mm -hmm. okay? She was like, Yeah, everybody is good. I guess he felt like he was gonna die. But I kind of know how it is to be in a big crowd because I've been at a concert where it was just like that. And if you if the crowd was going left, you were going left. Mm -hmm. And then you went right and then you went left. Not Mm -hmm. nobody falling and piling up on each other like Mm-hmm. at Astro World, but that situation right there is just like it gives me chills every time I think about it. Um but yeah.
0: Yeah that's just wild because I'm just thinking like imagine you going out with your girls, you're getting cute. Do you watch insecure? I do. <laughs> this is reminding me of that episode, like how you know how they all got in the car. The most recent, they got in the car. Yes, just, yes. yes. The girl like, yeah, let's pull over, get some liquor. And it's like, bitch, give me all your stuff. Like, oh, I was just coming out to have time. Like, I just wanted yes. to have fun tonight. I didn't want to die. I didn't want to die. Like, no. Okay, yeah. And that's yes, just yes, wild yes. to me because then everybody's. The question is, okay, who's responsible? Who's responsible? Who's yes, responsible? that was my next question. So to mm-hmm. me, it's security. It's the venue and it's security fault. Because at the end of the day, if you're gonna be in a, if you're gonna have a venue as the location owner that allows for fifty thousand people, you need to have it securely set up to where that shit can be handled, or some sort of barricade, some sort of something in in the way to where a massive sea storm of people just can't rush a stage. Now, granted. This ain't nothing that really happened. So maybe they just didn't anticipate it. But also, security was extremely limited there as well. So it's just, like, it's very sad. It's very, very sad. It
1: is very, very, very. And then there's, like, a nine-year-old boy that's still in a coma. That's
0: crazy. As a result. So, and then they're, like, okay. And then my other thing with this is, like, people are, like, well, he should have stopped the concert. He should have this. He should have that. Honestly, I don't blame Travis because what is this man supposed to do? Like, aside from what he did, when he seen my man's passing out on the stage, you know, he said, everybody, yo, chill. Yo, like somebody come and get him, blah, 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 blah. blah. But what is he supposed to know that people are dying in this, like, you know, and from a lot of other people, celebrity reviews and their takes on this stuff. When you're on stage, you can't see out into the crowd you know what I mean like that so I I don't know what would you have done if you was in this crowd (laughs) try to
1: find some because I always think about it if I was to be right in the middle of the crowd trying to get out of the crowd would literally feel like a (laughs) a maze of going Mm -hmm. in circles because it was so big you wouldn't even know like which direction to go to get out mm-hmm. but then at the same time if all the force is pushing forward there's no way you're gonna go out backwards like there's no kind of way you were. um for Travis like you say he did stop for a minute when he saw a guy passing out but you can only see so far out if people all the way in the back are passing you can't see that and then them screaming for help if he has some type of headphones in his ears he can't hear that he's hearing the music in his little songs that he's It's a little
0: (laughs) sickle mode or whatever. (laughs) But, you know, I hate that that had
1: to happen for the people.
0: Yeah. And it's sad because, you know, a lot of people are trying to blame him because, you know, he's known for being, inciting this, you know, rioters spirit, if you will, and
1: yeah, 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 this type that
0: crazy too man type <laughs> vibes and all of this, and it's just all to say, you know, we live in a crazy fucking world nowadays, like, just wild, and It's if we want to get deep, it's just say, do live your best life because at the end of the day, at this point, bitch, you're gonna die at a concert, you're gonna die at a mall, (laughs) you're gonna die on a roller coaster, you're gonna die. We, when it's your time to go, Jesus is gonna call you home, you know what I mean? And, And if you over here waiting until something happens or until this and until that to live and to do things that you enjoy, like it's just pointless because. Shit, it's just everywhere is the danger. So go ahead, YOLO.
1: Exactly. (laughs) That's how that's
0: that's literally how I live my life, right there. Yeah, guess that's why (laughs) he says, like, get get, you know, do some do some wild shit because at the end of the day, like, why not? You know, why why not take advantage of life? This nine-year-old did, and unfortunately, he ended up in a coma. But I bet he enjoyed
2: that concert. Until okay.
0: hey, look everybody did until that
1: tragic until that little, moment. what was it like almost like 40 45 minutes of people suffering yeah
0: now you know it had to be a lot of black people in that bitch because the fact of the matter is one person ran it and everybody got to getting up nobody has no questions what's going on <laughs> like
1: everybody right and but if you look everybody. if you look at everybody's videos i it was some black. It was mainly white and um, Hispanics.
0: Mainly white and Hispanics. Yeah. Well, that's some rioter behavior. So, anyway, I'm praying mm-hmm. pray for all of the those involved. Hopefully, you know the, the the people who were injured come out okay. And my condolences to the families uh, of those people who lost lost their lives. Yes so with that on to the next thing we are going to get into our let's talk topic of the week and this week we're going to talk about entrepreneurship so um for those of you who don't know i have miss brit Brittany johnson of brit sweets and treats and savvy's picks and flicks um so before i mess up your introduction (laughs) <laughs> tell the people a little bit about what you do um where they can find you and then we'll, we'll get into some to some details
1: okay okay so brisley Season treats um started four years ago uh short story i made some chocolate treats for my birthday one time for a birthday dinner there was some leftover. My mom posted on Facebook telling one of her friends to come get the rest because she likes chocolate and strawberries. And then other people started commenting like, oh my gosh, does she make these? Can I order some for Valentine's Day? My mom comes to me like, people want your strawberries for Valentine's Day. I'm like, uh, I don't do that. She was like, why not? Why can't you? And I was like, uh, I mean, like, yes. Mm-hmm. So then we started just getting um, more orders. And then I had like, maybe like, 10 orders for valentine's day that year and then after that my mom was like well you might as well start a business and come up with a name and she came up with the name brit sweets and treats um you can find me on facebook instagram uh chocolate covered strawberries chocolate pretzels rice crispy treats cupcakes cake pops cake sickle cake sickles oreos anything you want birthday parties valentine's day any holiday um i'm getting ready to start making cocoa bombs within the next week hot cocoa bombs but yeah
0: okay so you just said birth sweets and treats started four years ago walk me back take me back in time what was happening in your life at this point when your mom said well let's just let's just start a business like what was going yeah. on yeah what were you doing
1: um what was I doing I was working at the daycare mm-hmm. currently as a preschool teacher I was in a relationship mm-hmm. and I was still living at my mom's so- I want to think and I might have still been in school as well
0: mm-hmm. okay so, um, yeah. so when you yes, started yes. was it was the it did you have a plan was it literally just posting on facebook and seeing who responded what tell me about your business operations at the time okay because because i'm asking because again of course everything is to inspire everything is to reflect and educate and you know give our perspective on what's happened a lot of times you know people want to do certain things they want to start certain things and they don't know where to start or what starting has to look like or should look like mm-hmm. they'll see the polished version of, excuse me, a business on social media. They'll see the polished version of a person on social media and not realizing everybody had to start somewhere. Everybody had to start in their mama kitchen or or (laughs) something else you know what i mean and it doesn't require a million dollar investment or a thousand dollar investment to get Mm -hmm. that ball rolling and a lot of times people can use it as an excuse so talk to me about what your operations look like and kind of how how they've evolved over time
1: okay so we gotta think back far okay so Mm -hmm. i remember starting with my birthday and then had a couple orders for valentine's day i also have a friend that uh decorates And one day we were decorating for my coworker, she was decorating and I had made some treats and she was, and she was just getting started with her event planning as well. So she was like, man, one day we're going to hit it off and we're going to be out here doing business and whatnot. So me and her used to do parties together a lot. She would decorate, I would do the treats and then, um, just kind of practicing, Watching, I watched a lot of YouTube videos, it took a lot of trial and error on how to keep the chocolate warm and just a lot of practicing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never really thought of like, after once I got started, I couldn't see myself really, really quitting. Um, so I made these business cards. It wasn't even like business cards that you pick up now from Staples or something like that. It literally just said my name my phone number an email and like a couple of things that I made and then I went to work and laminated them and, and I made it off of uh what did I make Microsoft oh, yeah. Word okay yes <laughs> uh, and I made the business cards off of Microsoft Word and then pretty much how my business spread was through word of mouth um word of mouth creating my business pages on Facebook In Instagram and just being consistent. So, I mean, when I first kind of started, it was kind of slow, but as I would post more pictures and pass out business cards, people at work, my mom's job, friends, Mm -hmm. word of mouth. um, It just started to, business just started to increase more and more. Uh, I would go to pop-up shops. Those are really um, good. So you can expand your business, Uh, go into different cities. So I have a lot of customers from Kalamazoo just from going to like workshops there and word of mouth as well um in each pretty much where I started with if I were to I noticed if I were to do like parties and stuff for like graduations baby showers, stuff like that I'd put a lot of uh business cards inside of the treats and then they will I'm like oh well, I had some treats at such a party I want you to do something for mine so then I kind of like was jotting notes like where are these people coming from like they're seeing me on social media but then they're also seeing me if they go to an event mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. of some sort tracking everything
1: yes yes um what's another question that you
0: so uh, you said that a lot of times your business spread from word of mouth um talk mm-hmm. to the people about that because here's the thing y'all when we start businesses a lot of times especially small businesses especially small businesses we're starting out of our mother's kitchen or our our own kitchen or somebody's basement or small on a small scale we'll put out products that may not be the best, you know, that may be a little mediocre. And we expect the client to understand, right? Or we're lax on our delivery times and turnaround times. And we expect the client to understand. So how do you think, what is it that you think that was different about Brits and Sweets sweets and Treats that allowed people to talk about you? Because for somebody to talk about your product and somebody to talk about your business, that means that, they love what you're doing you know what I mean so much mm-hmm. so that they're wanting to they're going to put their name on the line to recommend you they're going to put their you know uh name and and uh, brand and association uh, along with yours to promote you so what do you think it is that allows for that to happen what are certain things that you kind of do or or ensure maybe that you didn't even realize you know that you've been doing clearly from the beginning all the way up until now
1: mm-hmm um first I will start with just who I am myself just being professional mm-hmm. um with customers um and who you are as a person so like on Facebook you can't probably be like oh she was the little ratchet girl used to be in the streets like stuff like that so that kind of I would say because you know sometimes when people s- start something you may not want to buy nothing because you be like uh she used to da 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 and not really know who she is now so Mm-hmm. Just uh my character and being professional with customers, yeah. I'll be would say the number one thing, and then also my presentation. So my work speaks for itself um mm-hmm. without even seeing me most okay. of the time. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So my presentation, I mean, over the years, of course, I've gotten better, but mm-hmm. every time I look at my work, sometimes I'm like, "dang
0: who did? That? I'm like, oh that was
2: me. <laughs> I did <laughs>
0: Okay, and if you look okay, at what, if you look at, thank you, thank, you, thank like, you, I thank bring you. it with the school or something, but
1: no, <laughs> no, so So, um, yeah, being professional, um, even if customers, you know, want to come at you crazy or you did something wrong, anything like that, just keeping it professional at all times. Give them something for free. Tell them apologize. Like you, within your business, you just have to be the bigger person. If you want to make money and if you want to make get more clientele and different things like that um and you're and I would say for presentation at the beginning no it didn't look good but just maybe find a class you can go to to um get better go onto eventbrite type in what you do go to youtube listen to a podcast different things like that tiktok you can learn a lot of things on tiktok with people doing that same business and getting different tips on how to be better at what you
0: do mm-hmm. now you talked about professionalism and you talked about when you get things wrong what was that something that came naturally to you as you know like when you first began like did you just automatically know what to do what was there a business sense behind okay do I just give them something for free or like what what is that process like in terms of developing your customer service um, mm-hmm. operation right because a lot of times business owners start businesses and they go into this whole thing of, I just want to make my product or I just want to sell my product, you know? And mm-hmm. Well, you ordered it like this and that's just what it is. But yeah. just, just speak to the value of that. And if you mm-hmm. can, any experience or story or whatever to where that's really kind of gotten you ahead.
1: Okay. Um. So as a preschool teacher working with uh, children and parents, uh, I feel like I had to, being black where there's mainly white children you have to kind of make your just stay professional at all times um show them that you can trust be trusted with their children Mm -hmm. so when talking to them uh just being professional um what else yeah so that's pretty much what I would say how I how it all started of knowing how to talk to people Mm -hmm. and being professional Mm -hmm. is talking to parents about their child or something that they did, if it was good or if it was bad, to still make them feel comfortable about about the situation. Mm -hmm. When parents come in in the morning, hi, how are you? How was your day? Things like that kind of helped me with just moving on over to my business side. When someone comes to me, even if they don't say hello, they just say, how much is some strawberries? I'd be like, hello. Um, And then I'll say, this is my menu. Strawberries are this much whatever whatever Mm -hmm. so that's pretty much what helped me be professional within the business
0: okay so fast forward to now right we talked about how when you first started you know and really developing your brand developing your professionalism taking that chance now you're four years in the game and at what point well, you, you, you said it kind of earlier that when you first started, you never thought that this would be something you would fully quit. But at what point did you really know that this was what you were going to do like full time? And when, when did that happen? It's how did that happen for you to start being a full-time entrepreneur?
1: Okay. So last year in 2001, my job shut down. Um, everyone that was in that building you mean
0: 2020
1: 2020 excuse me june june in 2020 my job closed down not because of the pandemic it was because of some other personal things that was going on in the business um so everyone from that job had the opportunity to possibly work in another center they um picked who they wanted and i wasn't
2: Mm.
1: a candidate so i was like okay that's fine uh so i was just like hustle mode like okay I don't have this job anymore it's time to like really put full force into the treat business so that if that was me having a deal one day cupcakes a dollar if that was having a dozen strawberries like a couple dollars off of the normal place like every other week there was like something and then that's kind of summertime anyway so I have tons of events that are booking with me um so then that's kind of what I knew I was when I knew I didn't have a job for as a backup, like, mm-hmm. it was just grind time for me. It's just something that comes naturally mm-hmm. for me when I know that I don't have another stream of income coming in. This is what's going to have to work until I find something else. And ever since then, like, I just still been in the kitchen making treats full <laughs> time.
0: So what does grind time look like? If I could If I could um, flip a switch, right, what's going to be the difference between before and then what's going to be the difference between after? When, when you say that because you were doing trees before when you were working but mm-hmm. obviously once once you stopped working you said you had to go into grind mode what was that difference what did that look like if you could like write it down on paper like obviously your mindset mm-hmm. changed but yeah what do you physically have to then do to back up the fact of, okay, yeah, I want to start making more money. I want this to be full time. I want to go treats or I have to do treats all all the time now because that's all that I have. But like, what do I actually do to make mm. it pop, to make it work, to like get shit going? Okay. That- so
1: I would say for me, like, me still working and then doing treats on the side I sometimes I would be like oh you know if I didn't get no order I'll be okay you know I have my work check coming I'm not too like pressed
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um once I knew that I didn't have the job anymore I was just like okay I just I just started thinking about all my bills Mm -hmm. and how they were gonna get paid Mm
2: -hmm. so
1: if you it's either I have a chance to just sit and cry about it or I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna start advertising a little bit more so like I said creating flyers, having more deals, um, finding a pop-up shop. When people sometimes say they're looking for something for an event, I'll tag my name into it, posting more. Because I I do notice like if I wasn't posting, I wasn't getting Mm
2: -hmm.
1: many orders. But when I start posting more, people see it, people want it. Mm -hmm. So then that's when it kind of all comes in apart as well the question I don't it's kind of hard for me to explain the question um of the like grimo hustle it's just something that just like a that you just I have within me that just goes like I really yeah. don't know how to explain it but
0: well when you're yeah talking, it's kind of like I, I was gonna okay. say when you're talking for me it sounds like there's a little bit of manifestation that comes in into it right if, if mm-hmm. we're gonna get deep because and, and and some physical work that you have to do, right? You do have sure. to post. Sure. You do have to do the advertising. You do have to put yourself out there. You you have to care if you get an order today or not. It has to matter, right? It has to kind of be mm-hmm. a non-negotiable. But also there's something that happens when, when you start to change your mindset and your mind frame around certain things. When your mindset is I'm going to get an order today versus I, I hope I do right when your mind yes, is, yes yes is i i have to pay my bills so i have to figure this out if it, it, it happens right the the universe mm-hmm. kind of arranges itself around the things that we think about the things that we pursue so <clears throat> let's not sleep on that fact and the, the reason that i asked that question about that is because I think a lot of people think, you know, grind mode is just something you can think you're doing. Like you can, I'm grinding. You can can think I'm out here hustling. And it's like, no, ma'am. There's really a lot of intention that has to go behind that grind. You have to set a plan, be strategic about consistency, about um, um, putting yourself out there, right? About knowing your worth and knowing that it's worth promotion and it's worth people experiencing whatever it is that you have to offer and it, it's about being in a positive space of knowing if you continue to do those things good things will come to you right because it doesn't happen overnight it is a slow grind it is a slow build but eventually as you touched on if you continue to be consistent have that brand it'll happen for you so what are some of the yeah. what are some of the, like the sacrifices that <clears throat> you've had to make over this time because nothing good comes easy. As we talked about earlier, you know, when we touched on the Stevie J um, situation and being in a relationship, you 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 have to work for certain things, right? So being a full-time entrepreneur speaks to some of the sacrifices that you have to make in order to say say that that's what you are. You're a full-time entrepreneur.
1: Right, right. Um sacrifice, I would say mainly time meaning sleep. So there's some times where mm-hmm. I will go to sleep at four in the morning and wake up at seven in the morning to continue to do treats. And mm. then I have stuff to do later that day. So I'm off of a couple hours of sleep. And there's other things that I'll set out do that I can take care of. Um, I, that's, that's mainly the main thing, everything else. Once you when when i enjoy what i do so i really don't look at it as a sacrifice and i know that that's my job yeah. so it's not really like well oh i gotta go to the store and get this stuff like it's not it, it's not that like when it becomes that it doesn't it, it's pretty much like a job as if i was to go to work instead of something that i enjoy doing, I enjoy doing. yes it can sometimes be too much but the outcome is always income so that kind of makes everything right. better
0: Right. Amen. Okay, we'll take that. Now You said this is something that you enjoy doing. Take me back again, if we can. When you made the trees for your birthday, what was your inspiration for that? That
1: was just adding a little touch to the dinner table that we were sitting at. I was just like, I don't remember exactly if I was going to order from someone else or I was just like, I want to try to do this because I'm a person that's like, if I can do it, then I, I'm gonna just do it. Mm-hmm. So if it could, no, let me say, let me change that. If I have it in mind that I can do it, I'm gonna try.
2: Yes,
1: to see. I mean, all you can do is what fail. Or does it doesn't turn out right, but um, that's I think that's pretty much how I went. Went to the store, bought the chocolate strawberries, and I just wanted a little extra touch mm-hmm. on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was pretty much what that so was. I,
0: I asked you that question because. You are fortunate, right, in that you do something that you love and that you enjoy that produces you uh, income. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people, all, like me in particular, you always wonder, like, okay, well, what, what is my thing? Like, what do I enjoy doing and what can I Yes, do? Do I get that a lot and yeah yeah, and it doesn't always come easy to people yeah so I asked you kind of like what what inspired you to make strawberries for yourself and what I was getting at and you kind of you touched on it basically is you know doing the things that you enjoy and pursuing the things that make you happy you know and in this case it's a small thing of chocolate covered strawberries right Mm -hmm. but for you that added so much value to your experience, right? It was some, so it was worth it so much so that you went out to experiment and buy the things and do the things and, you know, and it added value to your experience in a way that you would value in a way that you would appreciate it, you know? And mm-hmm. from there you were able to find something you can be passionate about and it led to your money, your, your income coming in. So right. when the next question I want to ask is what, is your why that keeps you going, that keeps you motivated because as you said it's hard you don't get to sleep you have to sacrifice your time you know what i mean yes you enjoy what you're doing but it has to be something outside of that because at the end of the day you're still trying to expand your business you have a whole nother business that we haven't even touched on just yet so right what's the why behind you being able to go into grind mode you being able to make those sacrifices you being able to be consistent in your brand and stay professional like what is that for you
1: um, I will start with main, the main thing will be just not having to work for someone else. So growing up, I I knew the different things that I wanted and I knew exactly just one job was not going to uh, be able to pay for my lifestyle that I want. Mm-hmm. So um, just being able to have the freedom and then also then uh, was the other part you said the why that keeps you going, like oh, so the why, the why that keeps me going. The why, okay. So from the just um uh, business part is just not having people tell me what to do, working with the <laughs> the white people not respecting yeah. you, and what all comes behind that, and then also the customers like hearing their reviews or me creating some amazing treats and then it's going on to someone's baby shower table just to like you know enhance it and the person that decorated made it look nice and then all getting put together like that that right is like the main part of the party that everybody enjoys so me being for me to be a part of that makes me feel good as well Mm -hmm. and then also hearing customers um reviews is really nice and knowing that I made something to make somebody else' day or event special. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that as well.
0: Yeah, and I appreciate you sharing that because um, there's there's a lot of times people who might think, you know, and this is obviously not how I feel, but oh, she just makes treats, you know, or
1: yeah, it's makes, deeper
0: than that. Yeah, she just makes soap, night two, whoever it is, whoever else got a small, yeah, she just. Yeah. Makes- whatever like it's oh she just got a podcast or it's not Mm -hmm. that serious like whatever but at the end of the day I'm saying this to say if you have something that you love to do and you feel like you can monetize or not even that you just want to how you said add that special touch to somebody else's experience for me it's just sharing my experience to help somebody else's day it's not even really about if I get paid for this if if anybody like if a million people listen if a million people purchase your treats or whatever it's really just about the love and the passion behind being able to add to somebody's experience right being able to enhance their day put a smile on their face or like for me it's so cool Mm -hmm. like when you call me someone another person called me oh my gosh I heard your podcast or I'll be dying laughing at you like Sorry, my
2: TV decided to turn on. Mm-hmm. That's annoying.
0: Um, when somebody you know calls and recognizes the things that you do, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel, you know, like yeah it's just it's just it might just be a treat to you but to me it's adding to somebody's experience because like you said that's that's a part of the of the party of an event that everybody yeah. notices everybody's gonna talk about i look forward to going to baby showers and events and <laughs> birthday parties so i can give you a little treat because when do you have chocolate covered strawberries like never when do you have chocolate right like never like only if and when you're going to events or when you just happen to see one of your posts and you like, you know what? I do want me some strawberries. Let me call up my girl. So yes. it all, that's how it all comes full circle. So, <laughs> you know, for anybody out there who has something that they're dreaming about or wanting to pursue or excited to do and you have people in your ear talking about, oh, it's just this, it's just that little business here, little business there ignore them move to the side that's not your clientele there are seven right billion people in this world there there's a sector for you there's a niche for you somebody will appreciate what you do as long as you do it with love as long as you do it with passion and consistency go ahead
1: so i have a question so how do you feel when people are like oh my friends and my family don't support or they don't buy anything from me What's your, if someone to so, say that to you, what would you say?
0: I mean, the thing about it is, so what I've learned, I actually just started a new position and it requires me to kind of reach out to certain people and offer my services. And really what I've learned is that a lot of times the people who are closest to you, they are not going to be your clientele because they've, they've had an opportunity to frame you in a particular light. They've had an opportunity mm-hmm. to put you in this box of, Whatever it might be, to to have whatever doubts, whatever superstitions against you and what it is you're trying to do. And oftentimes, those people close to you, you have to show and prove and show and prove and show and prove and show and prove and then Mm -hmm. show them again that you proved it. And then we can (laughs) talk about. Potentially doing some business together you know because and yeah then, i don't know why that is maybe because there's so many layers and you know you don't mm-hmm. want to ruin that relationship by a potential business situation going awry but you know you really can't take that personal as easily said that is versus actually doing you know because right you want those people closest to you to, to support and patronize your business but at the end of the day, that's where I think the mind fuck comes in a lot of times, too, because it's like, oh dang, these people close to me not supporting me. Maybe yeah. it is a bad idea, maybe it is a bad thing. And it's like, no, that's just not your market. That's just not your niche. And if you really were to sit down and write out who your target market is, nine times out of ten, it, it don't be the people in your circle. Like it <laughs> right. who what what people in your circle are i don't know too many people in my circle who listen to podcasts now i'm starting to hear people more and more but i know there's a lot of podcast networks out there you know what i mean like so Mm -hmm. that that can't discourage you from continuing to pursue your dreams and continuing to promote and do all the things you know what do you what do do you feel about that
1: um this is just going based off of having my business and looking at my clientele that I would say all my friends have supported here and there I would just say I would look at it you don't even have to buy it you could share the post that's right there I just it melts my heart every time if I was to see it (laughs) on somebody else's story so I I would say more it's the little things Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, I have a whole city of family that I visit holidays and stuff not one person's ever been like oh let me order some treats and bring it up when you come for the holidays you know i'm coming Mm -hmm. but it's never been that but that has never stopped me from having all the customers and all the orders that i've had like you can't think about that i honestly would be more happy if i went out to the public Mm -hmm. because that's where the money is the Mm -hmm. money is Mm -hmm. out out in the public the family they're
0: gonna want to do
1: obviously i I mean i don't want to be rude but i'm just gonna say well just forget them like when it comes to your business forget them like if they if they buy they buy they don't they don't but it's still so much more money where people do want your product and I
0: think too sorry go ahead
1: no I was I was done
0: I was just gonna say for so long we're conditioned to that those are the opinions that matter is our family mm-hmm. you know those are the opinions that we grow up hearing we're doing good yes we're doing bad so then when it yeah. comes to your business and they're not saying you're doing good or you're doing bad you don't know how to gauge it you don't know what's happening or whatever and then that just goes Mm -hmm. back to trusting your gut and again when you're doing things that you love and when you're operating from a place of passion or maybe not even passion but um conviction you know like you know these numbers you've done your analytics or you run or maybe if if you're that type of person you know you put together the business plan and you sure it's gonna work then go for it don't let somebody else's lack of analysis like really you know stop you from doing your thing and achieving your dreams. so excellent 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 question because that can be a real really yeah on a lot of people so we're almost coming to the close but I want to wrap it up with asking you what are like the top five things that you think an entrepreneur needs to possess or needs to do or be like or behave as in order to be mm-hmm. successful as a full-time entrepreneur?
1: Um, I would say it just really all starts with yourself. So thinking about a, your purpose in life and a passion that you have and creating a business off of that. So you said earlier, like some people are like, well, what's, what am I creative? with? what can I do hair nails? It doesn't have to be something hands-on with your hands. There's so many businesses that you can have. That's not having to be creative with your hands. Yes. You could yes. have an ATM machine, a vending machine, real estate. Like there's other businesses that you can have that just because somebody else is doing something hands-on doesn't mean that you need to be doing something hands-on. Mm-hmm. So then I say, after creating, thinking about your, your purpose, and a passion that you enjoy doing, just creating a business plan off of that. Um, let me see. And after creating the business plan, not just thinking of it short term, but thinking of it long term as well. So like, what is that going to look for you two years, three years down the line? And what what is your day today life going to look like now because before your business you could have been free you're doing everything you don't have anything to worry about emails to check message people but now the life that you the life that you live now and then adding a business on to that are you ready to take on
2: mm-hmm.
1: everything that you have to do so writing down think about so if you start the tree business is that do you have a car so you can go to the store? Do you have a car somebody wants delivery? Are you organized? How is all that, those things, going to look like for you? Um, that I think people should think about as well. Um, let me see. Being like I already said being organized. I got a list. <laughs> being organized, being professional um, when talking to customers, uh, making. Okay. So when people talk to me, on messenger, I don't have pictures of myself. So they're just messaging me. They see my work. They love my work. They want to order when it's time for them to pick up. There's been a couple of times where there's been some white people and they I come them to meet me at the door and they look a little hesitant, like, Oh, hey, there. I'm, just like, I'm like, hello, how are you? And I say their name, I have your order. Cause of course I'm carrying a box. So, you know, i'm not the wrong person yeah. <laughs> and then they're like okay thank you and you can just kind of see like they're a little puzzled but yeah yes, this but is a black woman behind these streets <laughs> her, her so, yeah these yeah. Um, yeah so just be being professional not just to blacks but to whites because if your work <laughs> is good enough no i'm being for real,
0: I'm being for real. <laughs> be professional not just to blacks
1: but to whites <laughs> yeah because i because i yeah. actually told someone that someone actually told me like they don't even want their clientele to be white people no more and they just want it to be black and i was like i'm i'm getting money whoever wants to spend it with I've me like why stop yes yeah, so i'm that's just yeah i would never think of that and then once you create your business don't have like 20 businesses going but what how many other streams can you make within that one business? So like for me, I've always thought about like the online side, the ebook that we talked about, starting classes. But at the same time, before I start that, I would visualize what that would look like in the life that I live now. So um, that's another thing. Stay committed, manage your emotions, that part of if someone gives you some criticism, criticism about your product, just take it fix it mm-hmm. and move on <laughs> um, and don't quit. Uh, I feel like quitting is never going to show you the results that you may have wanted. Um, I would say just keep a positive mindset mm-hmm. and whatever obstacles come, just, you know, try to tackle them, get through them. If you got to take a mental break, there's plenty of times where I'm taking mental breaks, like, hold on. I just need, you know, to, it, it's been yeah. a lot. Like. <laughs> let me get myself back together. My mind is well, let me just relax, you know, and then back to the, the lot of orders, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, and pace yourself and don't, I would say, and when I say pace yourself, don't look at somebody else that's doing the same thing as you that's been doing it for five years and you just started, take your time, make sure you're doing things right. Yes. Eventually if you continue to get there or you'll get there, but it looks different than the person that you're looking up to. Um, people may be like, well, when are you going to do this? And when are you going to do that? That's, that's not my time. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing this right now. I may work towards that and do that later down the line. But right now this is what I'm doing. So really just, you can get advice from people, but you don't always have like, don't take it too personal. Yes, Just still know your work and what you want to do. And how you want to do it that's the whole point of being an entrepreneur and being sure. your all boss like right you tell yourself what to do not other people telling you what to do
0: period
1: so yeah those are really my uh five points that was five of creating yeah that was it was it was it was five but it was just like all like got you. Going. it wasn't like no. one this is one. no i got
0: you i got you yeah. I, I was taking some notes and this is what i got to wrap it up Find your passion and your purpose and, and be able to monetize it. Make a plan once you find that. Make a plan to expand your business. Make a plan to operate your current business. Make a plan to figure out what your business is going to look like. Think about the lifestyle that you're living because that's a major, major, major key. There's a different lifestyle from a nine-to-five versus an entrepreneur. And you got to know if you're you're going to be equipped to handle that type of lifestyle. Stay they organized. Stay professional. Think about expanding your business. How can you take your retreat business today to a multi-billion-dollar empire tomorrow? Stay committed. Don't quit. Manage your emotions. And last but not least, you are your own competition. So pace yourself. Focus on what you got going on. What's best for you to level up and and be better today. Excuse me, be better today than you were tomorrow.
1: Great. anything else you want to leave? Amen. Me? Cool. No, I think I've said enough. <laughs> I would like to thank you for letting me be on your podcast. I'm really happy for you because I know you like, so when you, let me tell you about when I see you start the podcast. So I was like, okay, she do this podcast a lot. She enjoys talking, sharing her stories, her opinion on different things. I'm like, she's thank in heaven. She loves it here she's doing I know. it like and you I know. said it might not people might be like oh it's just a podcast but like I know more it's deeper than that like I know a little bit more you know type of deal you know yes. so, yeah no I love it I really do I like <laughs> you
0: said everything I just love sharing it and I know for me listening to podcasts really helped me basically not feel mm. like I'm alone like feel like it's somebody else going through my struggling and get a perspective oh for sure of how to handle that shit after after you know what they did, what they came out of it, their thoughts, their process. So you know, if I can help somebody, that's my goal. And okay, so before we go, Brittany, tell the people where they can find you. All
1: right, Brittany and treats and savvy picks and foot can be found on Facebook and Instagram. You can message both pages, and someone will contact you immediately. Awesome. That's it. Can, You'll oh, see me at, oh, I'll be at a pop-up shop, Um, Black Friday, at the Lakeview Square Mall in the community room. Okay. Both businesses
0: will be there. Okay. Set it up. Get booked, get yes, busy. Yes, it's just yes, yes, yes. Treat. Booker for the 360 booth. Brittany, we so appreciate you coming to talk with us today, Sid. Yes, thank you for
1: having me. I can't wait to do this again. Yes, thank you. Have a good night. Bye, you too. Bye.